Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Welcome to the final message of our Ghost Story series. Come on, I want you to give it up. Let's welcome all of our, welcome all of our locations, all of our campuses tuning in today, and of course, we are celebrating and honoring our veterans and all of those who gave their lives uh, for our country. And also, today is Pentecost Sunday, uh, celebrating the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. Yeah, come on, let's... Uh, and So we are concluding our series about the Holy Spirit who came at Pentecost. We're concluding that series today. Uh, just a couple of things. Uh, before we get into the message today, I just want to remind all of you riot parents, if you have a middle schooler or a high schooler, we only have 400 spots available on that retreat. I think we're at about 200 now, and uh, so it's going to fill up really, really fast. So you want to make sure and get your student uh, signed up for that. Um, it's going to be an amazing, an amazing retreat. And of course, we have the big riot night and parent night edition with that this Wednesday night as well. It's going to be awesome. All right, are you guys ready to get into the final message of our Ghost Stories series. Man, it's, uh, it's gonna be an encouragement to you. If you have your Bibles, I'm gonna ask you to go to John chapter 16. John chapter 16. And I'm gonna read verses seven through 11. Jesus says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict. Everybody say convict. So this word convict here, it's the convincing of the mind and the heart. Not just the mind, but the mind and the heart. It says, Jesus says, when the Holy Spirit has come, look, he will convict the world. Now everybody say world. So, so obviously, you know, for the past several weeks, we've been talking about, you know, the person of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's ministry to the believer. And didn't Pastor Clay do a great job last weekend when he talked about how the Holy Spirit, yeah, how he talked about the Holy Spirit's always with us. The Holy Spirit guides us. The Holy Spirit doesn't guilt us. The Holy Spirit leads us. The Holy Spirit doesn't push us. And we've been talking about a lot of the person of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the believer. Now, today, we're gonna look at the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the world. What I mean by the world, I'm talking about all those who don't know Jesus. And there's probably maybe several of you in here today and you, you truly don't know Jesus. Maybe you've been you know, coming to church some or whatever, but you've never really surrendered your life to Christ. We're talking about the Holy Spirit's ministry to all those who don't know Jesus. And aren't you glad that the Bible is very, very clear that God doesn't want anyone to perish, but all to come to repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. Come on, can you give God a hand for that? So, so Jesus says, okay, this is gonna be the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the world, to all those who don't know Jesus. He's going to convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I want to talk to you today about the positive ministry of the Holy Spirit. 
the positive ministry of the Holy Spirit. And I've entitled this message, He's Got the Whole World in His Hands. He's got the whole, come on, don't y'all remember that song? He's got the whole world. Come on, sing it. It's holiday. Just, just go, just dive right in. Whole world in his hands. He got all the crazy people in his hands. Okay, all right, we got, he's got the whole world in his hands. He really does. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you're a good God. Lord, that you want everyone to know Jesus. God, we thank you that it's through your goodness that we come to the that we come to repentance and we thank you for the Holy Spirit that does that in the mighty name of Jesus and everybody said amen amen let me read the first couple of verses here I want to go back and kind of unpack this for you look look Jesus says okay I tell you the truth it is to your advantage that I go away for if I do not go away the helper everybody say helper always remember the Holy Spirit's a helper the Holy Spirit's a comforter the helper will not come to you but if I depart I will send him to you. Now look at this, and I want this scripture to stay up here for a while. It says, and when he has come, he will convict the world. Once again, Jesus talking about those who don't know him. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. You know, I can remember as a new Christian, the church I first started going to, I would hear preachers preach about this verse, and they would preach it like, you know, the Holy Spirit's here and, and everyone that doesn't know God, you know, the Holy Spirit is like, like out there beating people up. He's out there convicting them of their sin, all the stuff they're doing wrong, you know, and all their, and, and, and that they're not, they're not righteous, that they're wicked, and there's a coming judgment. It was like, like the Holy Spirit's out there beating people up. It's like instead of the Holy Spirit being a comforter, the Holy Spirit is a confronter. You know, he's not guiding people, he's guilting people. It's like, you know, it, and doesn't it kind of go well with this backdrop? Come on, kind of fire, you know, hellfire, judgment, you know. <laughs> and they would preach and they'd be like, man, the Holy Spirit, man, he's convicting people of sin and they're not righteous and they're wicked and judgment. And, you know, I would, I would listen to these things as a, as a young Christian and I started to think, you know, that's interesting because that was not my experience. That was not my experience. I, I can remember when I was far from God. When I was of the world and in the world, you know, back in my crazy uh, party days, you know, club, driving to the club, uh, driving to the club. Back in those days, you know, I can remember the Holy Spirit dealing with me. And the Holy Spirit never like dealt with me about, oh, you're doing this wrong and you're doing that wrong and you know, this is wicked and that. I mean, my whole life was wrong. Now remember, I'm talking about people that don't know Jesus. Now after we receive Jesus, the Holy Spirit convicts us of all kind of things, things that, you know, that, 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 that might hinder our relationship with God or areas in our life that God is not first. Remember, I'm talking about the world. I'm talking for those uh, uh, people that don't know Jesus and how at one time, all of us were in that place where we didn't know Jesus. And I can remember the Holy Spirit would deal with me and, and to put it, it was like, it was like, Stovall, you, you need Jesus. That's what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. You need, you need Jesus. Jesus is what you're looking for. Jesus is, is the answer. You're trying all these things. You're trying to make yourself happy and fulfilled in all these different things, but, but what you really need is Jesus. Who you really need is Jesus. And if you can remember, 
back in the time before you surrendered your life to Jesus, it was probably the same story for you in some way, shape, or form that the Holy Spirit was leading you to a relationship with Jesus. Aren't you glad that God loves us for who we are and we don't have to clean ourselves up before we get to God? Like, so, so, so I, you know, as a young Christian, I'd be like, man, that, that just, you know, God wasn't, I, I never, the Holy Spirit, like, you're wicked, you're wrong, you're gonna be, it was never that. It was more like, Stovall, you need Jesus, you need, you, you need Jesus. It was that kind of thing. And, and that's why, you know, it's so important when, whenever you preach a verse like this, how many of you know it's good to, like, preach the rest of the verses? Put things in context. And so that's what we're gonna, do right now. Now, Jesus defines what he means by this in the very next few verses. Go on to, look at this. Jesus says this, okay, he's gonna convict the world of sin, right? He's gonna convict the world of sin because they do not believe in me, okay? The number one ministry of the Holy Spirit to those who don't know Jesus is to convict them of one sin and one and only sin. There's only one sin that the Holy Spirit is dealing with people about who don't know Jesus. You know what that is? The sin of unbelief, or in other words, you need Jesus. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's not out there telling people how wrong they are and how bad they are and how wicked they are. The Holy Spirit is dealing with people's hearts saying, what you really need in your life is Jesus. See, the world is beating people up. It's sin that's pushing people down. Aren't you glad? Jesus is the solution to the sin problem. And so watch, that's the, we need to remember that, watch. Sin is no longer a problem with God. Jesus died for all of our sins. You know, there's only one sin that will send you to hell. That's the sin of rejecting Jesus or the sin of not believing in Jesus. So before anything else gets dealt with, the Holy Spirit is dealing with that one sin, the sin of unbelief. He's telling every single person, watch, I don't care where they're from, what culture they live, they live in, what uh, religious affiliation that they are. I don't care in what part of the world they are, how, what kind of bad they've done or whatever. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is at work right now in your friends, in your family, in your loved one, in, in the wor in, at work in every single person around the world that doesn't know Jesus, and he is convincing them 24-7 that what they really need and the purpose of life is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what he's doing. So listen, don't give up praying for people that are far from God. They might look like they're not interested. They might say stuff that's crazy. They might act all crazy. I'm telling you on the inside, God is at work. God is drawing them to Jesus. The ministry of the Holy Spirit is active in their life. And guess what? The Holy Spirit's not gonna stop. The Holy Spirit is gonna keep on and on and, draw, and drawing them to Jesus. Why? That's a, that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. That's what he does in the lives of those who don't believe. So that's the, the first thing we see. Now look at the second thing, thing right here. It says, uh, of righteousness, I love this. So he's gonna convict them that they need Jesus. And now look what he says, of righteousness, 
because I go to my Father and you see me no more. The Holy Spirit is at work right now in the heart and mind of every single person that doesn't know God to convince them what? That be, uh, I go to my Father, you see me no more. That because Jesus died for our sins and rose from the grave, that they can, be, they can have righteousness or they can be righteous with God, not because of what they've done or haven't done, but because of what Jesus did on the cross. This is a statement about the grace of God. It doesn't say of righteousness because they need to do good, of righteousness because they need more good works. No, of righteousness, why? Because Jesus is going to the Father, because Jesus died for our sins and rose from the dead and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. The Holy Spirit is convincing every single person, no matter how they feel about themselves, no matter the wrong that they've done, the Holy Spirit is convincing every single person, listen, you can be right with God because of Jesus. You can be right with God no matter what you've done. You can be right with God no matter how you feel about yourself or, or how you perceive things. You can be right with God because of Jesus. Listen, it is the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is at work in every single heart, the positive ministry of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is telling people, guess what? You can be right with God just because of what Jesus has done and no other reason. If you will believe in Jesus, your sins will be forgiven and you will be totally right with God. Come on, can you give God a hand for that? People all the time feel like they've, do, they've done too much bad or they've, they've messed up too many times or, or, or you know, uh, they, they've just... You know, they, 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 there's, a, there's a worth problem or a value or how they perceive themselves. The Holy Spirit is always at work trying to convince people that no, Jesus died for you, he loves you, and you can be made right with God. It's not because of what you've done or haven't done, it's because of what Jesus did on the cross 2,000 years ago, and that is available for every man, woman, and child on this entire planet. Mm. So look at the next thing here. So, so it's okay, here's what the Holy Spirit does. Convincing people that what they really need is Jesus. The Holy Spirit convinces people that you can be, you can be in right standing with God no matter what you've done because of Jesus. And then now look what he says. He says, and of judgment, the Holy Spirit is gonna convict the world of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Because the ruler of this world is judged. It doesn't say the Holy Spirit is gonna convict people of judgment because people are gonna be judged. Now, now there, is a, there is a judgment, but look, he specifically says he's gonna convince people of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. When Jesus died on the cross, the ruler of this world, the enemy of your soul, was completely rendered powerless over your life. Jesus accomplished complete victory. Let me tell you what this is about. Complete victory on the cross because of his great love for you. Watch this. So 
believe in Jesus, that's the real meaning of life. Have a relationship with, with, with God through Jesus. Okay, I can be righteous from God. Come on, I don't, I don't have to uh, uh, say 50 prayers a day. I don't have to shave my head and walk up on some mountain. I don't have to be all weird and go isolate myself in some kind of commune. Come on, is anybody hearing what I'm saying? It, I, don't, I don't have to... I don't have to be holy like that person or, or, or live like that person. God's not gonna make me weird. I am who I am. I'm accepted by God. I still have my personality. I'm made righteous just because of what Jesus did, not any other thing. And oh, that's the beauty of Christianity. So watch this, look. Okay, I know I kind of stopped there, didn't I? Because the ruler of this world is judged. Here's what Jesus is saying, and oh yeah, even as great as it is, you can have a relationship with God, you can be in right standing with God and go to heaven. I love you so much, guess what? I don't want you miserable anymore on this earth. I have judged Satan, I have defeated him on the cross, so you can not only be free from the penalty of sin, but from the power of sin. You don't have to be depressed anymore. You don't have to be bound in your junk anymore. You don't have to be miserable anymore. You don't have to be sad anymore. Come on, you can have joy, you can have peace. He wants you to have an abundant life. The Holy Spirit is convincing people that God loves them and their lives will be better with Christ. It's positive. It's positive. Look, do you, do, do you see what? Do you see this here? Look. Okay, they don't believe in me. So what's the Holy Spirit doing? Getting people to believe in Jesus' faith. What's the Holy Spirit? You can be righteousness. You can be right with God just because of of, of Jesus. What's that? Hope. Faith. Hope. And God loves you so much, he not only did that, but he defeated the enemy so you could have joy and happiness and peace in this life, all because of the love of God. Come on, faith, hope, and love, that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the world. Bringing faith, bringing hope, and bringing love. Listen, don't ever forget, the gospel is good news. The Holy Spirit is leading people to Jesus. You know what the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is? To lift Jesus up. That's why every time we lift Jesus up, we're cooperating with the Holy Spirit. The ministry of the Holy Spirit is to lead people to Jesus, to guide people to Jesus. It's to take, it's to minister uh, to the world and lead them to a relationship with Jesus Christ where they understand they can have faith and hope and experience the love of God. Come on, give God a hand one more time for that. Man, that's good. Okay, so, so now, now, now watch this, watch this. Now that we understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit, it's not negative. He's not out there telling people that they're bad or anything like that. We were born in sin. We're, we're, come on, anybody else, you knew that your life was wrong when you were away from God. Okay, if you're not raising your hand, you're lying, all right, so... That's all in Romans, why God, that's how God creates a, con, that's why, one of the reasons why he creates a conscience on the inside of us. But the Holy Spirit is drawing every single person to Jesus, and now that we understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit, now we can understand some other verses in the, in the Bible, and I specifically wanna speak to one that's uh, been misunderstood by a lot 
of Christians and really what I believe preached incorrectly uh, by some ministers. And you can find that in Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 and 32. And let me give you some context around this, okay? The, the Pharisees have basically just attributed the power of God to, to the power of Satan. And so Jesus is, you know, unpacking this and he's gonna talk about now that they've, they, 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 they've kind of come against the Holy Spirit, he's gonna bring the Holy Spirit into play. Now watch, remember the Holy Spirit hadn't come yet. This is, this is before Pentecost and, and that's why in uh, John in chapter 14, 15, and 16, Jesus does so much educating to the disciples like we just saw on who the Holy Spirit is and what his ministry is and, and what he's gonna do in the life of the believer and what he's gonna do in the lives of, of people that don't believe in Jesus yet. So now look what Jesus says here. He says, look, so I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. Come on, that's good news, right? Every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven. Let me unpack this word blasphemy for you. Blasphemy means to degrade or to make common what is holy. So you think about the commandment, you know, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. So when people use God's name as like a byword, are you following me? They're making it common. They're just like, they're using God's name like they would a cuss word or a byword, okay? Come on, I'm pulling everybody out. Is it getting too serious in here? Are we getting too, okay, watch, watch. Every sin and blasphemy to make common or come against can be forgiven. Look, except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Now look at this. This is powerful. Jesus says, which will never be forgiven. Never be forgiven. Keep going. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven. But anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit, look at this will never be forgiven, very important part of this verse. Never be forgiven, either in this world or in the world to come. Either in this world or in the world to come. So here's what Jesus is saying in this passage of scripture. Okay, now what's the ministry of the Holy Spirit? To what, lead people to Jesus, right? To convince people they can be righteous with God? to convince people that they can be free and have joy in this life because Jesus has defeated the enemy. That is the ministry of the Holy Spirit in each and every person that doesn't know Jesus right now and it will be until the day that they die if they don't accept Jesus. So let me unpack how this works, okay? Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, to degrade, to reject, to make common. So let's just take any person, okay? He doesn't know Jesus. What is the Holy Spirit doing? Drawing him to Jesus. Convincing him he can be right with God. So I'm sure sending people and everything else that God does, okay? So now the ministry of the Holy Spirit is saying you need Jesus. If that person says no. Remember, pe people speak not only with their mouths but with their hearts. That person says no. But come on, aren't you glad God loves people and doesn't give up on people, right? So God keeps dealing with them. God will deal with them all of their life. But what do they do? No. No, I don't want you, God. God, I don't want you in my life 
right now. Now, regardless what their mouth is, that, or, or, do, do you see that's what they're speaking against the Holy Spirit that's trying to lead them to Jesus. So if that person keeps rejecting Jesus, that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit to get people to receive Jesus, keeps rejecting Jesus. He's 40 years old, 50 years old, rejecting Jesus. God's still, up until his last dying breath, just like the thief on the cross, rejects Jesus, rejects Jesus. That person is saying with their lives, I don't want you, God. When that person dies, God will finally answer their prayer that they have been praying their whole lives, which is, God, I don't want you in my life. And when that person dies, and all of a sudden they're like, whoa, 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 wait. No, no, I do want you. No, what? It will not be forgiven in this world or in the world to come. What the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is and what Jesus is speaking about, this is a statement against universalism. I'm sorry, Rob Bell, but not everyone goes to heaven. You cannot reject Jesus and go to heaven at the same time. It just won't. That's, that's what, the, the, the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is not an act, it's a process of someone rejecting and making common and degrading the ministry of the Holy Spirit their entire life. And then when they finally die and they've rejected Jesus and rejected the Holy Spirit, that's what Jesus is saying. Listen, it's too, there's not another chance. I'm sorry, there's no purgatory. It's not gonna be forgiven in the life to come. You cannot reject Jesus and go to heaven. So blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, that's, it's, it's not a one act, it's a process of someone resisting the Holy Spirit their entire lives, therefore rejecting Jesus. When they die, it's, it's over, it's too late. They'll spend an eternity separated from God and that's a whole nother message, what that looks like. So then you say, well, Stovall, what about, you know, what about someone who dies Young, what about, you know, some, some young person? They didn't have all those years to accept Jesus. Listen, listen. Don't you think he who made the heart knows how to speak to it? Don't you think that God knows how to deal with people's hearts at different seasons of their life? Okay, Stovall, but what about this, Stovall? What about all the people out on the islands who've never heard? Don't you think God knows how to speak to those people's hearts, how to send people to them. Wait, Stovall, what about all the people of the other religions? Listen, none of that matters. The Holy Spirit is leading everyone of any religion, any culture, any faith. He's leading them to Jesus. And any person, I don't care where they are, what kind of crazy culture, what kind of crazy false religion, I don't care where they are, if they are open to the truth at all, that desire will lead them where the Holy Spirit is leading them. And that is to Jesus. I'm telling you, at the, when the, regardless of what people say, oh, this is narrow-minded, this is whatever, regardless of what people say, watch, there's gonna be a day where the secrets of men's hearts are revealed. And no one will be able to say, God, you're not fair. That wasn't fair. 
every one of us will say, Lord, just and true are your ways. And the Holy Spirit dealt with every single heart and gave everybody the opportunity to receive the grace of God. Well, so what, what it's, you know, I mean, pe people die, I mean, you know, like, it's kind of not that long. What do we have on earth? You know, 70, 80 years. Let, let, let me help you, okay, watch, watch. Why can't God just kind of let us, you know, live longer? Go into eternity for a little while. Like, what, what, so, so let me, if, if you haven't accepted Jesus now, how much longer do you need? If you haven't accepted him by the time you're 70, so do, do you need, what, 20 more years? So will you accept him when you're 150? Will you accept him when you're 250? Or are you following me? Let, listen, there's gonna come a time when we're gonna all depart from this world. And each and every one of us has the opportunity not to resist the ministry of the Holy Spirit, but to accept the ministry of the Holy Spirit by accepting Jesus Christ. Come on, can you give God a hand? So watch this, are, are you ready? Here's the good news, guess what? Why resist the Holy Spirit? Why reject Jesus? Come on, man, I mean, you're here. You're, you're watching online, you're, you're at another, campus. Listen, guess what? God loves you. It's the year of the Lord's favor. God's not counting sins against anyone. You don't have to, to do anything other than receive Jesus to get right with God. God is dealing with you right now through his goodness, drawing you to Jesus. God wants you to know that you can be free. He's judged the ruler of this world and therefore you can escape judgment. So come on, don't wait any longer. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet, watch this, all of our locations, all of our locations. How many of you right now, and I'm, you just say this, Stovall, I'm not resisting the Holy Spirit any longer. I don't know where you are or what's going on in your life, but you're just saying, Stovall, I'm not walking out of this place resisting the Holy Spirit any longer, but I'm gonna receive Jesus. I'm gonna surrender my life to Jesus right now. Come on, raise your hand right now, wherever you are. Come on, yes, yes, raise it high. Don't be embarrassed, yes, 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 yes. Raise it high, raise it high, raise it high. Now say this, say, Lord Jesus, I receive you. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for leading me to Jesus. I thank you that my sins are forgiven, that I'm righteous, that I'm free, and that I have eternal life. I give you my heart, Lord, and I give you my soul. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.